Welcome to the Millionaire Mindcast, where we broadcast weekly interviews with millionaire minds from across the globe to empower you on your journey of unlocking a rich and fulfilling life. It's time to unleash your millionaire within. Now, here's your host, Maddie A. What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's show. I got a great guest, Armin Tanus of Apex Capital Partners really interesting business model that they have. If you are someone that is looking to not have all your eggs in one basket, looking to diversify into other markets, other opportunities, and if you're like me, who've maybe had some interest in becoming a global citizen or being able to invest into opportunities in different countries and wondering how to do that, then this episode is going to be very interesting for you because we broke down a lot when it comes to becoming a global citizen and how you can protect, how you can grow, how you can expand your wealth and opportunities through global citizenship. And this is something that it's not just for people that are looking to flee uh, maybe a country that they're in and get into another country for a safe haven. This is for uh, many different reasons, a unique and interesting strategy and opportunity to understand how you can get second passport or citizenship into different countries and really how that can open up so many doors and opportunities in terms of investments, of banking, of taxation, of wealth preservation, uh, networking on many different levels. So we broke down some of the mechanics and the criteria, the costs, the timelines, where certain, you know, safe havens and or uh, second citizenship, you know, countries uh, are and lie for people that may be interested in exploring what those can look like and some of the trends and maybe some of the risks, some of the upsides, all the things that go into this particular path and strategy of wealth building. So as you guys know, I always love to explore all different types of ways that depending on where you're at in your wealth building journey, you can identify and understand what these things are and how they may be applied to you right now or down the road. But the more you know, the more equipped you are, the better you're going to be for setting yourself up for financial freedom and right elevating that to the next level going forward. So today we dig into all of that with Armin Tanus of Apex Capital Partners. I think you guys are going to enjoy this episode. Be sure to check out all the links um, in the show notes at millionermindcast.com uh, if you want to dig in further and engage with them. Uh, but with that being said, let's not waste any more time. Let's dig into today's episode with Armin Tanous right after this quick message from today's show sponsors. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this deep sales and LinkedIn has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn sales navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn sales navigator and get a 60 day free trial at linkedin.com 
forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60 day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. Well, I'm excited to welcome into the show Armin Tanous of Apex Capital Partners. How we doing, man? I'm doing excellent, man. How are you? I'm doing great, brother. My birthday is tomorrow. So, you know, I'm going to be no. uh, one year older, you know, another trip around the sun. And I That's feel like, amazing. I'm, you know, just aging like fine wine, getting better every year. <laughs> just like fine wine. Yeah. <laughs> fine wine and a fine whiskey as well. That's right, dude. I'm actually looking at, uh, I had somebody just drop off a nice bottle of Japanese whiskey. So, uh, I'm probably going to be tapping into that this weekend, but I'm excited for our, uh, you know, conversation today as you, you know, and I had discussed, you know, a lot of people uh, that listen to our show are always interested in, you know, playing the game of wealth, you know, achieving it, uh, preserving it, growing it, protecting it, um, at the highest level that we possibly can. And as you and I both know, right, there's so many different ways and, and vehicles and strategies of going about that. And you guys at Apex Capital Partners, you know, um, specialize in a very niche space that is very interesting and opportunistic for particular groups and, and people. Um, and I know we're going to dig into that a little bit today, but why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, Apex Capital Partners for those that may not know who you guys are? So Matt, thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it, and and I hope that uh, we'll be able to begin enough for for there to be uh, you know some curiosity in regards of what we do. Absolutely. Obviously, citizenship by investment and residency by investment planning is a very, very, very niche industry. Okay, I would say, um, and before I jump into that, it's 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 obviously niche. That we're we're very aware of that. So myself. Armin Tanous, I'm Vice President at Apex Capital Partners for North America and Latin America. So I manage our side of the world in regards of being able to help clients as well as advise governments in regards of different immigrant investor programs. Now, uh, I have a wealth management background. I was a wealth advisor at a Canadian financial institution prior to uh, joining Apex Capital Partners. So I brought my experience and expertise in wealth management. Uh, locally to Apex Capital Partners so that I can now cater to international clients, right? Uh, whether it's, um, you know, our, our U.S. clients, our Canadian clients, our Mexican clients, our Latin American clients, Europeans uh, from the Middle East and also from Asia. So cater to, to the world, right? Because uh, as a global citizen myself, I need to help individuals and families become global citizens as well if it suits them to become global citizens, right? Yep. Apex Capital Partners is a uh, global leader in residency and citizenship by investment planning. We've been doing it since 1991. We're the oldest uh, and yet most established firm in the investment migration industry. So we are the ones that have been doing it for the longest without a hiccup or a pause or whatever you like to call it, right? So uh, uh, the founder of our company, Nuri Katz, is one of the greatest entrepreneurs that I've ever met uh, and is a great mentor. So honestly, kudos to him. In regards... 
Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say real quick, you mentioned, um, you know, your, your founder, what are, what are some of the entrepreneurial characteristics that you, you love about him that, um, you feel make him one of the greatest entrepreneurs you've ever been around? So to be quite honest, there are so many, but I'd like to point out a few, uh, he, you know, he, he knows one thing is for sure is that he understands how to go about, you know, being a real entrepreneur. Uh, and what is being a real entrepreneur? And you can add to what I have to say, obviously, because you are a real entrepreneur as well, right? And, and your viewers are, the viewers, they are real entrepreneurs as well. Entrepreneurs is basically being able to take, uh, what I think is that it's, you're being able to take the risk to be able to find your full potential in regards of full potential, whether it's the creation of a business or the offering of a service. Because entrepreneurial is not necessarily just in the foundations of creating a business right. or work or financial. You can be entrepreneurial at work. You can be entrepreneurial with your family. You can be entrepreneurial at when you're studying uh, education. You could be entrepreneurial when you do anything in life. Uh, and the perfect entrepreneur is the one that's entrepreneurial in every aspect of life, not only in when he goes when he goes to his business or grows his business from zero to a hundred million, right? It's at home, how to deal with your family, with your wife, with your mother, with your father, with you know uh, anyone. Yeah, the the person at the corner store that's selling you a pack of gum, you know, right. anyone. And that's what you know the real entrepreneur is when you have that entrepreneurial spirit throughout every single aspect of life. And uh, yeah, no. We call that uh, being the whole life millionaire. So it's not just you oh, know, nice. being a millionaire in your bank account, but being a millionaire as a husband, as a father, as a as a philanthropist with your health, you know, in yeah. in how you lead other people. And yeah, I mean, not not just being purposeful and and like you said, right, looking to maximize who you are in one particular lane of life, but in all areas of life. Yeah, because let's not uh, let's not hide the fact that uh, we can be millionaires in every other aspect like the whole life millionaire and every other aspect besides financial. And normally financial is the one that comes at the end. Right. You know, when, when you've mastered everything else and you're a millionaire everywhere else is when the millionaire in regards of, you know, your worth, your, your financial worth, that's when it comes. Yeah. You know, it's never the other way around. You never become a millionaire financially and then become a millionaire in regards of your health and this and that, because, uh, so, so yeah, it's, you know, the steps are there. The foundations are there to become the whole life millionaire, which I like this concept. Yeah. It's nice. So, <laughs> and on Apex Capital Partners, you know, yes. you, you guys are in a very particular niche, as you were saying. And you mentioned, you know, um, global citizenship and, and all, all the benefits that that really creates. I actually have one of my friends and mentors. Um, he was a little bit of a doomsdayer in terms of everything that was going on in the U.S. Um, mm -hmm. over the last couple of years, and he said, "Man, you know, I don't know how long I want to stay in the U.S. You know, okay. I want to get dual citizenship, and I think it was Spain." Um, and he's a really savvy, smart investor, and he wanted to become a global citizen. So, mm -hmm. who is best suited to become a global citizen, and and what does that look like? Why is that of value to these people? Very good question, actually. Uh, I could easily say everyone is suited to become a global citizen. Uh, no one should limit themselves to where they, uh, to what citizenship they have or to what uh, mobility they can have through having different citizenships, right? But I would say, ideally, it's, you know, whoever is willing 
or sees the benefit of going where they're treated best. You know, whether it's treated best in a political environment because the country's instability politically or economically or personal life. You know, you have a lot of individuals that have decided, I'll give you an example. I'm from Montreal, Canada, right? And in Montreal, there's the term called snowbirds where um, like retirees yep. that decide to live six months out of the year, which are the best six months in Canada, the snowy, the snowy months. They decide to live them in South Florida, and uh, so they flock to South Florida, and then they come back in the in in the in the summer. So these are global citizens as well, not necessarily in the term of having multiple citizenships, but in the term of being able to live where they're treated best. Yeah, and treated best in this case is you know what is how am I treated best? Is I need to have warm weather in, in the case of the snowbirds. And I need to have access to, you know, uh, being able to 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 live in two places and have properties and real estate and expand on my investments wherever I want, whenever I want, however I want, mm-hmm. right? And so um, that I would think is anyone who's who has the mindset of being able to think I need to be where I'm treated best, and doesn't necessarily have to doesn't necessarily mean permanent relocation. I mean, I'm sure your your mentor. Hasn't permanently relocated to Spain, has he? No, he's 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 still got a nice, uh, pretty little pad in Malibu, California. So yeah, exactly. So it's 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 always a plan B. Global citizenship is is having a plan B. It's having access to something that others don't have access to, and normally this access comes through whether it's you know citizenship by investment, uh, where you get a citizenship by m- making an investment into the host country. Uh, it can come through residency by investment where you make an investment um, in the host country and the country grants you a residency status. It could be citizenship by descent where your descent is uh, European or English and you're in the US and you're able to get the second citizenship through that, right? And so these are all ways of which uh, someone could become a global citizen and should ever wonder uh, or think of becoming a global citizen, then could act upon it immediately, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm curious, like kind of some real life examples of, you know, people that have, you know, followed through and and, and done this process and and what doors and opportunities, you know, have been opened and leveraged through a program or a process like this. Yeah, uh, my, look no further. I'll give you my own example, if that's okay. Absolutely. Because I wouldn't like to speak on behalf of my clients, so I can speak on behalf of myself, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dual citizen myself. And uh, how did I get the, dual, the second citizenship, which is the Canadian citizenship? So my yep. family actually in 1989 immigrated to Canada uh, and came to Canada under the Federal Immigrant Investor Program, which is a uh, immigrant investor program for individuals looking to come invest. At the time, was you invest a certain amount of money, and uh, you're granted the residency status in Canada, so you could stay as a permanent resident, similar to the green card in the U.S. And then from there, uh, after having stayed an, um, uh, an X amount of time in Canada, you get the citizenship. You get the Canadian passport. I was lucky enough to be able to come from a family where they were able to 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 do such planning. Uh, and how has that, that how has that helped me? Is that it gave me opportunities in regards of education. I was able to 
you know, study and, and be educated in Canada at top universities in Canada, top schools in Canada. I was able to, you know, have a career, build a career with the Canadian Financial Institution and now with Apex Capital Partners. I was able to learn, uh, you know, different countries, different worlds, different areas of this world have different mentalities. So I was able to have my, you know, the culture. I'm, I'm originally Syrian-Armenian. Uh, and and so my family's Armenian moved, uh, great-grandparents moved to Syria. Another example of migration and opportunities, my great-grandparents moved to Syria from Armenia during the genocide in 1915. Um, and they had to immigrate, walk all the way to Syria so that they can have a better life. And so that's one step. I'm a, like, a, how can you say it? Uh, a, a multi-immigrant family <laughs> or yep. multi-migration family. So they moved to Syria to have a better life and then they had a better life. And then they, at some point in time during the cycle of our, our families, our family tree's life cycle, they decided to do another migration move to Canada, which was in 1989. And here I am, you know, living the, having the opportunity to be on a podcast with you, which would have probably never happened if I was where I, you know, where we came from. Uh, having the opportunity to be able to, you know, travel freely, uh, have great healthcare, have great education, have great career opportunities, be able to provide that to my family as well, right? So this is a multi-generational thing. When my grandfather thought of coming to Canada, he didn't say, I'm coming for me. He said, I'm coming for my, great, my, my grandchildren. And I don't know if he thought about it as far as my children and my, my great-grandchildren, but I mean, you see the effect of it, right? So. Yeah. That's this is what global citizenship, this is what investment migration um, is, you know, concrete, solid examples of, of what it is, is my life. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, from what I'm hearing, it, 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 it's not just right people who are under duress and fleeing, right? Which some of those cases are absolutely, um, you know, present in this model, but it could be somebody that just wants to you know, expand their life, expand their investment opportunities, expand their, you know, um, I guess domicile, their banking relationships in different, right? Everything. Like there's, there's lots of creative strategies that I think fall under this umbrella. What, what, what strategies maybe am I missing that people, you know, their reason for, I'm just trying to think of, you know, in terms of our listener of like who and what does this apply to, right? Is it, yeah. is it somebody that's just fleeing and they just want safety, right? Or is it, you know, how are people leveraging this vehicle to optimize wealth and, and wealth preservation? Yeah, I'll give you an example on that point as well. What's happening is that um, in, I'll give you the example of the Portuguese golden visa. So the, the, the Portuguese golden visa and what we've seen is that Americans actually, let's look at home. United States of America, we've, we've worked, I've worked personally in that TAPEX Capital Partners, we've worked with a lot of Americans that have looked at um, Plan B residencies. So what they say is that, okay, and the pandemic has helped a lot, right, in regards of, you know, business, work, whether you're employed or not, or you're just, you're, you're, own, you're a business person, and you have your own business, and you have, you can afford to make the move. Uh, so what they said is that, okay, uh, well, I'm the U.S., I don't necessarily need to live in the U.S. You know, I, I could I could live anywhere I want in the world. Where do I? Where should I live? You know, where am I going to be treated good? Where am I going to have the same standard of living or better? 
Yep. Uh, where is 365 days of the year perfect weather? Like, uh, and the example, the best example, it's Portugal. Mm. And so in Portugal, we've seen, you know, a lot of Americans looking at uh, investing into the Portuguese golden visa and getting a residency status in Portugal so that they could live there, uh, whether it's, you know, temporarily living there or, you know, what, like 45 days a year, six months a year, all year round. We've, I've seen every case possible. I've seen individuals that have just gone for the seven-day minimum that you need to stay in Portugal. And I have seen people that have moved 365 days a year to Portugal because, you know, that's what they wanted to do and that's what they saw best fit for them. So, you know, planning, to come back to the planning point is that, yes, having a, uh, a domicile for banking, which can lead to different opportunities also. It could grant you access to different investment opportunities internationally. And so today, one of the hardest things, unfortunately, is for an American to open a bank account outside the U.S. Yeah. Believe, believe it or not, it's it's the hardest thing to do. Unless if you're super well-connected, which most of the people aren't, Yeah, uh, it's super hard to open a bank account as an American outside the U.S. So just by doing, just by having a residency status somewhere else, you can you can have that bank account. It doesn't mean the bank account opening doesn't mean that you're trying to move assets for you know illegal reasons. Right. Not at all. This is the small percent of people that do that that we don't work with. Most of the time it's just they want to have access to different investment opportunities, whether it's purchasing real estate in, in Europe, investing into investment funds in Europe or anywhere else in the world. Or just simply diversifying yeah. uh, where their cash is. Right. You know? So you know the concept of don't put your eggs all in the same basket? Yep. You know, which is a very, very cliche <laughs> expression. As, you know, it's, it's as simple as that. That makes so these total, are the different strategies. Yeah, that makes total sense. I mean, that, that was the first thing that came to mind to me is, you know, like you said, right? Of diversification and, you know, mitigating and spreading your risk out. Um, Especially if, you know, based on where you're at in your wealth building journey, you know, yes, of course, there's, you know, endless opportunity in the land of America. And, but at the same time, right, there's good hedge and other opportunistic, you know, plays in other countries that oftentimes people just don't feel like they have access to. Right. And so talk to me about the, you know, walk us through kind of the mechanics of the process and, you know, help us wrap our head around what that looks like and the timeline and the costs and things along those lines. Excellent. Very good question. Actually, you said something that's really interesting that I I often use as a, as an expression is that citizenship by investment and residency by investment is the perfect hedge against any uncertainty. You know, and an uncertainty can come just as you know, okay, the uncertainty of diverse of my portfolio, for example. Yep. And and so that's a great point. Uh, to come back to the process. First and foremost, the most important thing when you're looking at a citizenship by investment or a residency by investment program is to be able to work with a government-mandated and government-licensed firm, right? So no one is going to want to uh, immigrate to the U.S. and not work with an immigration attorney, right? You're not going to just hire someone off the street and tell, oh, do my papers for immigration. You know right. what I mean? You need to work with legit licensed folks so that you are your application is protected and your your case is protected right and so apex capital partners is actually and i can proudly say that is the most uh licensed firm 
in the investment migration industry. And it's government mandated everywhere we work. So every, every program that exists that we work with, we are government licensed. So we have uh, permission from the government as agents, as authorized agents, to be able to process applications directly and promote um, the programs to internationally so that we could help the countries raise foreign direct investments. And so that's the benefit of, of Apex Capital Partners in a nutshell. So this is what mainly differentiates us with everyone else. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important point because when you want to do something like this, which is very important and potentially most of the time is a you know large investment, right? After your business or after your homes or real estate that you have, it's, it's not a it's not a small investment. That's an important investment and it's right. an important application process. You need to work with the best. I can probably say not only we are the best, but we are the most licensed and the most government mandated. So that's that. The process, how we know, like in regards of the different programs, did you want me to potentially explain the different yeah. Yeah, citizenship would... on residency programs? That'd be great. Okay. So a citizenship by investment program uh, is an immigrant investor program or a program, shall I say, where let's say yourself, Matt, you would invest an amount, uh, whether it's a donation or a real estate investment into a country, let's take, for example, St. Kitts and Nevis, you would make that investment that's approved and eligible for the Citizenship by Investment Program. And in return, the government of St. Kitts and Nevis would grant you citizenship and a passport to the country. Right? And is that, simple. Is that considered an EB-5 program? EB-5 is exactly the same thing, but for the U.S. For the U.S., got it. So let's say I'm a uh, European national and I want to come to the U.S. and live in the U.S., right? Yep. So there's different ways. One of the one of the most important ways is EB-5, where I make an investment through a regional center or direct EB-5 investment opportunity. And then I get, the process is very long at the EB-5 level, but then it, the concept is that I get my green card yep. and then I get my citizenship. Got it. Citizenship by investment is... I don't get. I don't have to wait to get a, res, a green card and get my passport. I get my passport immediately. Interesting. So, so that timeline is very compressed. I mean, what what is the average timeline for something like that? Let's say it's a U.S. citizen looking to do right. What you said, I think, Saint Saint Kitts, right? Saint yeah. So you're looking at a timeline of three to four months at most. Okay. From the beginning where we onboard the client and we do our due diligence regards of you know prior to onboarding the client. Uh, and then from the document collection, the application process, and making the investment, and then everything else that comes from the government, so the citizenship uh, certificate uh, being presented to the, if, obviously, if there's an approval of the, the application, that yes. certificate being presented to, to, the, to the investor, to the applicant, and then uh, the reception of the passport. Yep. Three or four months. Got it. Okay, so so that's one of the programs that you guys have, right? That's one of the programs. We work in all five jurisdictions in the Caribbean that offer citizenship by investment. We have offices in all of the five jurisdictions, and we're government-mandated and licensed in all of the five jurisdictions. We also have similar programs to, to these that, like, that are not in the Caribbean, but that are in the EU, such as you know Malta has a citizenship by investment program or immigrant investor program. Uh, Montenegro has a citizenship by investment program. Let me just add one point that's actually really important and you might find interesting is that we do not only help clients 
We're also trusted by governments in regards of being to provide government advisory for such programs. So at Apex Capital Partners, we've helped through the three decades of, of, of business that we've been running, we've helped governments create such as structure, mm-hmm. maintain, operate, and promote citizenship by investment programs. Very cool. Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network and your resources to a whole nother level. But here's the catch. Like I mentioned before, this is exclusive. We're only selecting 25 ambitious individuals for our founding members group who are serious and ready to take that next step in their commercial real estate investing journey. So if you are ready to increase your passive income by at least $50,000 in the next year with commercial real estate investing, then this is your moment. These spaces are gonna fill up fast And trust me, this is the one and only time to be a founding member, which comes with some pretty special benefits. So head over to myfirst50k.com and submit your application now. Again, that's myfirst50k.com. You can head over there, check out the program, see everything that it entails, submit your application to join, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. I can give you two most recent uh, examples. Montenegro, which is a citizenship by investment program of which we've assisted government in, 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 produ- in creating and promoting. And we're one of three, uh, only three uh, authorized agents in uh, for the program. And then you have the, um, I, I don't know if you've ever been or if you know, Anguilla. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an island in the Caribbean. Yeah, it's funny. I actually, so I, I own hotels and uh, that's one of the Caribbean islands that my friend absolutely loves and is kind of on our list to invest in. So we might be talking wow. about that later. We, we definitely should. So Anguilla, we've helped the government of Anguilla uh, create a tax residency and a permanent residency program, which is you know one of the experiences we have in regards of being able to help governments as well. Very cool. And so what are, what are some of the most popular um, countries that people are looking for citizenship in and why? Okay. Uh, different people, different uh, trends, right? Uh, different sure. markets, different trends, different types of investors, different trends. What I would say today is the most popular uh, programs uh, in the world. I would say there are two. You have St. Kitts and Nevis Citizenship by Investment Program. So it's the oldest and most established citizenship by investment program in the world, started okay. in 1984. And this is where you get your passport within three to four months. And then you have residency by investment programs, such as Portugal. Mm. And so Portugal has a residency by investment, which is called the Golden Visa, where you get a residency status in Portugal, which could lead, it's a pathway to citizenship after six years. 
Got it. And now why? So these why, are the two new, two most popular uh, programs. And, and why would you say they're the most popular? So in regards of St. Kitts, established citizenship uh, gives you access to over 156 uh, destinations visa-free. So Got let's it. say if you're a passport holder in you, of St. Kitts, yep. you could stay in the UK for six months out of the year. You can stay in Europe for three months out of the year. You could travel so visa-free to everywhere else, you know? So it's a great so it's gateway really, and access to many exactly. different marketplaces and, you know, 100%. countries around the world. Okay. Yeah. And it's a great second citizenship. So you would have your top tier passport, let's say yep. in your case, for example, the US, US or in my case, Canadian. Mm-hmm. And then we would have St. Kitts. That would be a perfect co- complement and uh, addition to, to that uh, when you're creating a portfolio, right? A passport portfolio. Portugal, on the other hand, it's uh, a residency status that leads to citizenship and it's a european citizenship so it's again a top tier passport what's actually really nice and interesting for portugal and st kitts is that they're also uh, very crypto friendly mm. and so by, what do i mean by crypto friendly is that you know in regards of the different investments in regards of um, uh, how they're accepting you know, uh, cryptocurrency uh, as as a as a currency, as an investment opportunity, as means to be able to purchase real estate. Just recently, and um, I don't know if you were able to see this on on the news, Portugal sold its first property fully in Bitcoin. Mm. So they finalized the deed and everything all in uh, in Bitcoin, which was a property for the golden visa. So the yeah. first full property for a golden visa. Uh, bought in Bitcoin, which is you know incredible. This is where you we see where the world is going, right? Yep. And so it's 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 excellent. Very cool. And now you mentioned crypto. What what's how does crypto tie into this program, if at all? So it doesn't tie into it uh, directly. I would say a citizenship by investment or these programs complement uh, planning. Uh, of everyone that's in cryptocurrency or as anyone that's a crypto investor. And the reason for that is because, you know, uh, what is what is the mindset of a crypto investor? You know, they want to be self-sovereign. Yep. They want to have, obviously, exactly. you know, self-sovereignty is one of the most important things, you know, decentralization, self-sovereignty. These are all things that you get when you get a second citizenship. Yep. You're not locked into one place. You're not locked into one passport anymore. You have you're, you're free. You have options, whether it's travel options, whether it's investment options, you know, whether it's just deciding, okay, no, I don't want to be a Canadian resident, for example, or a U.S. resident. I want to be a European resident, you know, for X, Y, Z reason. Yeah. So uh, it's really self sovereignty. It really meets. That's where they mesh in together. You know, the cryptocurrency world. Uh, and uh, the citizenship by investment world. It's really self-sovereignty. Now, why are a lot of cryptocurrency investors or crypto investors looking at second citizenship? Because we've seen over 300% in surge in inquiries over the last year, okay? Uh, uh, and this is a huge number, you know, to a point where I'm like, oh my God, I need to find the solution to be able to cater to it. Right. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's inquiries. But no, Um Why? It's because there's a lot of uncertainty around cryptocurrency, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Not specifically 
the 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 crypto world itself, but everything that's around it, like government yeah. legislation, yep. uh, you know, having access to different investments within the country, uh, everything politically. Also, there's a lot of pressures on cryptocurrency. So all that uncertainty is creating uh, uh, somewhat of a the need of being able to find a, a plan for all a plan for everyone that holds cryptocurrency. What are we going to do? If there is a capital gains tax put yep. into place, or there is a wealth tax, or there is a, you know, if there is anything that negatively impacts our our investment uh, portfolios, what do we do? You know, uh, look at El Salvador. Uh, they've been they've put it as you know, uh, very crypto friendly. Very very crypto friendly. So you know, not everyone is like El Salvador. Obviously, you right. have always extremes in the world. You have the very conservative, and then you have the very not conservative. But um, Portugal, St. Kitts, Antigua, and Barbuda, which is another island in the Caribbean that's also crypto-friendly, all of these are, are making it easier for crypto investors to you know, have a better uh, a more certain future, whether of their investments, of their life, right? Because once you're in cryptocurrency, most of the time it's you're in cryptocurrency. You know, you're not, uh, yeah. you're not just, uh, it's not just your toes that are there. It's you're, you're yeah. in, you're yep. swimming. Yes. <laughs> so, no, yeah, that so. that makes total sense of, you know, especially for people that have, like you said, certain implications around their, depending on what their, you know, position is in certain aspects of whether it's crypto or, you know, tax implications around yeah. their, their holdings. Um, obviously, you know, having citizenship in certain, you know, countries with certain legislation and, you know, pro- uh, you know, investor versus uh, high tax investor. You know, yeah. um, I guess legislation. You know, areas. Those those are things that a lot of people obviously would, I think, consider um, as uh, a variable in their wealth building equation and how that ties into how much they're keeping. You know, and um, ultimately, what kind of you know latitude that gives them with their investments. Right. Very well said. A quick example. I mean, as as a U.S. as a U.S. Uh, citizen, you're limited to what type of you. Know, you sometimes there's ICOs like initial coin offerings yep. and, and different investment opportunities within the crypto world. That being a U.S. citizen, you might not necessarily have access to. And so, a lot of the investors, what they do is that they look at the opportunity cost. So, let's say if I invest into getting a second citizenship and I put that money there, well, this is going to open many doors for me in regards of different additional investment opportunities that today I don't have access to yep. simply because of my citizenship. Yeah. And so, you know, okay, I'll spend, let's say, $150,000, $200,000 on a second citizenship, but I know I'll make 10x, 20x, 30x that over the lifetime of the of the of my future investments. Interesting. Now, when you help people through these programs, do you guys stay in touch with them afterwards or do you kind of just, you help them, you, you know, kind of close the loop out and off they go, or is there, you know, continuity in the relationship afterwards? So very well said, there is continuity in the relationship. So due to the fact that we're, you know, the leading firm in the industry and because of all of the ties and the networks that we've created within the different jurisdictions of where we're, you know, we're licensed and mandated, we have access to additional services more than just you know being able to help you with your citizenship and right. once you have your passport that's it have a good day no we're able to then further you know help you whether it's you want to purchase a home you want to open bank accounts 
you want to create trust accounts, you want to have access to different investments. Uh-huh. I have clients that might, uh, I, I may be working with a client that would fit perfectly with your type of, uh, with your type of investment uh, deal, yep. which I can introduce you to. So, you know, the number of times that I've introduced clients to each other, just because I know that for a fact, let's say this person has a healthcare VC and my other client has a healthcare tech company that is launching startup phase. And I was able to put them together so that they could, you know, work together and one could build this company and the other one could benefit from the investment opportunity. Yeah. So it's, it's really more than just holding your hand through the application. It's, it's creating a relationship. It's, yep. it's becoming friends. It's becoming partners. It's becoming, you know, at some point I could say family. Yeah. I love that. Cause I, I, I was interested, right. Of like, you know, it's one thing to, you know, which is still great, the service you guys provide, but that that extra mile of, you know, connecting additional dots and being a part of a network like that, I could see a massive amount of value in for many different reasons, like you said. Um, so very cool what you guys got going on. Before we wrap up today, Armin, I wanted to um, get a better understanding from your perspective in terms of what you're seeing in the wealth world of kind of global preservation and optimization in terms of trends and some of the things that you guys are seeing on a global landscape that maybe we don't see, you know, in our own little bubble that many people live in wherever they're at in the world. So what we're seeing, and and, and I can't speak about everything, but what I can say is that what we're seeing is that people are more uh, awake in regards of being able to, to, to understand what global being global citizens yeah. or being a global citizen is uh, and how it could impact investment opportunities, you know? Uh, and what's what I've seen as a trend is that once you have a certain amount of wealth, the first thing you want to think about is how can I protect this wealth and how can I, you know, preserve, protect, and grow. Yep. Which is normally something that you can, it, it's, it's impossible to say, I want to preserve my wealth, I want to protect my wealth, but at the same time, I want to grow it. Yeah. Right. It's like, uh, doesn't make sense. You can't do all three at the same time, but you can actually do all three at the same time. And, and it all depends on what type of planning and structures that you have put into place so that you could, you know, tick all those boxes, preserve, protect, and grow. I love it. Well, for many people that are interested in learning more about becoming a global citizen and, you know, how you guys might be able to help them or what educational information you guys might be able to provide, what's the best place for them to connect with you guys? So they can connect with me directly on our website, apexcapital.partners. They can send me an email directly. It's atanus at uh, apexcap.org. So A-T-A-N-N-O-U-S at apexcap.org. LinkedIn is a great tool. I love LinkedIn. I'm always on LinkedIn. I'm always creating new relationships on LinkedIn. So they could reach, reach me on LinkedIn Armatanus, Twitter. We have Apex Capital uh, partners on Twitter. They can always message us out there. Face whatever you want. Facebook, Twitter. The only thing we don't have is Instagram. That's for the. You got to get you on know, your social uh, game, brother. Come yeah, on. Man. Yeah, yeah. I know. We're we're do, we're we're working on that. You know, we're working on that. That's Insta- awesome. We're good on. We're big on Twitter. We're big on LinkedIn. Um, that's where most of you know most of our. Uh, I was going to say you're you're, you're probably not going to find too many clients on Instagram, anyways, right? I think most no. of your type of avatars, you know, probably consuming your content in other vehicles yeah. and mediums. But Armin, it's been a pleasure talking with you, man. This is super interesting stuff. Very uh, cool to I think if anything, right? It's 
you know, when we talk about um, all the different ways of building wealth and, and preserving wealth and optimizing your wealth, um, there's so many different strategies out there. And the more you know, the more you have, you know, tools on your tool belt based on what steps and, you know, stages you are in your journey, what goals you're trying to achieve, when you want to achieve them by, you know, understanding these things. Um, all it does is, you know, equip you to, you know, uh, deploy that tool if and when you need it. And so I really 100%. gave me a lot of insight in an area, you know, I've always, you get, at least me personally, you get stuck in this, you know, bubble of uh, US, which don't get me wrong, you know, I, I'm a big believer in mining for diamonds in your own backyard. But at the same time, you know, like you said, uh, you don't want all your diamonds in, you know, one safe, because uh, if that gets cracked, then you're, you're, you're left holding the bag or, you know, you're exposed. And so global investment, um, one, just from my hospitality kind of, you know, business and, and the world that I'm playing in is very interesting to me to identify different investment opportunities in an international capacity. And uh, for the many different reasons as well of citizenship and diversification and, and risk mitigation and all the other, you know, benefits that come along with kind of global citizenship, um, very insightful. And I appreciate you opening my eyes up to, uh, you know, this different path that not many people are talking and educating about. So, uh, if you guys enjoyed the show today, be sure to, um, you know, leave review in iTunes and, and check out the show notes on millionermindcast.com for, uh, Armin's episode. Uh, we'll make sure to link up everything that you guys, uh, shared in the episode. So that way they can uh, reach out and connect with you. And it's been a pleasure, brother. Thank you for your time today. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity of giving me to be able to educate uh, uh, our viewers in regards of what is citizenship by investment and how you can benefit from it. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview. And if you did, all I ask is that you share it with somebody else who maybe needs to hear this today or that could gain some value from something that was talked about or discussed in today's interview. You just never know one piece of information, a conversation, a tool, a resource can completely transform and change the trajectory of someone's life or their business. So if you get any kind of value or you want to support the show, all we ask is that you help us organically get this in front of more people. Also, for those of you who are really looking to accelerate your wealth building journey and unlock more financial freedom, get more time back and just level up your life, your business, your finances, be sure to head over to therichlifeacademy.com to check out all the amazing products and resources that we offer to our Millionaire Mindcast family, whether that's one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, courses from our guests, all kinds of free content, downloads, checklists, upcoming event info and how you can connect with us live in person, all kinds of great valuable tools. You can get that over at therichlifeacademy.com. Last but not least, I always wanna know, who do you guys wanna hear me interview next? Let me know, shoot me a text at 844-447-1555. With that being said, until next time, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March 2 million and beyond. Cheers, my friend. <laughs>